nice is that doesn't it feel good the Sixers for once get it done in an easy calm fashion they go on the road to DC and take down the Wizards 117 to 96 they move to 17 and 16 on the campaign and once again prevent themselves from falling below 500 the Sixers for once down the stretch no heavy breathing no sweating no nerve-wracking plays and situations the Sixers go and handle their business. Finally, this was a game I've been waiting for. It comes days after one of the worst losses, maybe in the last couple years, against a very undermanned Hawks team. The Sixers come out. They dominate a record-setting night for Joel Embiid. We are going to get into it all and break it down. If you are enjoying the content here on the channel, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe if you are new, and hit the bell so you get all the notifications here on the channel. But the Sixers, they go on the road and they finally dominate, man. And isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful how things can click together when guys around Joel Embiid come out here and make shots? First and foremost, Joel Embiid with yet again another magnificent night. 36 points to his credit, 13 rebounds, an assist, a steal, two blocks, owning real estate. We will get to that. But Joel Embiid, 12 for 17 from the field, 2 for 5 from deep, hitting shot after shot, being aggressive, getting in his mode. Nobody could stop him. He's like a wrecking ball. And 10 for 11 at the free throw line, getting to his spots, either getting hacked or getting a bucket. It's so easy. The game comes so easy for Joel Embiid. We know how crazy it is that he is able to do these things at his size. But when he's locked in like he was tonight, just another MVP caliber performance. And of course, the 2-5 two, two defenders will not like it. They don't enjoy when the Sixers do good or when Joel Embiid plays like this. But for everybody being put on notice here, yet again, another dominating game. I mean, 36 points, and it was so easy. It was so free-flowing. Joel Embiid once again led this unit, and I'll continue to say it game after game after game. If he gets some help, Right, If he gets another piece, and especially when guys like are shooting the way they did tonight, you're getting sparks here, sparks here. Guys come back tonight. Some of the shooters who have been really inconsistent on his team step up. Tobias Harris with a great game. This is what Joel Embiid can do. This is what he can do. And again, every star should be lining up to play with him. And, you know, on a record-setting night, he becomes the second quickest or tied for the second quickest to 7,000 points in Sixers History trailing only Wilt Chamberlain by about 30 games. But in 282 games, Joel Embiid hits the 7,000-point mark, and it's been a, a crazy journey within his career, man. So I'm really happy for him. And again, he continues to dominate, and we want more performances like this. There was no, but I literally felt bad for Daniel Gafford, who came into this game, got in early foul trouble, was substituted for. Montrez Harrell comes in, and Joel Embiid, owns Montrez Harrell. He has now been added to the Joel Embiid list. Montrez Harrell is a bum. He stinks. He comes in and, and he, he you know, roughly fouls Joel Embiid, kind of grabbing his shirt, trying to, you know, act like he's holding him up, but really he was pissed off because Joel Embiid is a freight train. And then uh, on the next play, after they get into a little shoving match, uh, we go down the other end of the floor. Harold dunks it and holds his uh, dunk for a while on the rim. Kind of, you know, gives a little look back to Joel Embiid. Joel comes down the subsequent possession, gets a foul and one. And Joel Embiid is so smart. 
just like he used to do in the old days. He doesn't look at the opponent. He doesn't, you know, do anything that will aggravate a foul in, in his favor after a, a double tech before, which, by the way, double techs mean absolutely nothing. But Joe Olympia looks up to the crowd and screams, and one! And Montres Harold just enough to piss him off, who then pushes him again, gets thrown out of the game, another tech or whatever, he's ejected. And Joel Embiid, once again, owns real estate in his head. Montrose Harrell can't guard Joel Embiid. He's a bum. You're in Washington, and you stink. But anyway, Joel Embiid, man, just absolutely owning these guys. Back to Daniel Gafford. He's out here in the fourth quarter with his head down. He 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 didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. You could not stop Joel. They're throwing doubles at him. Doesn't work. He's too dominant. But anyway... Joel Embiid was the main anchor in this game, but there were a lot of guys producing. Tobias Harris had a great game, 23 points, 10 for 16 from the field, seven rebounds, three assists. He was all over the place. He was Joel's Robin tonight. You know, he was getting it done. I thought Tobias was making handily decisions in this one, and, you know, there were a couple points where he was holding on to the ball too long, but overall, Tobias Harris getting downhill, being effective, and hitting his shots, and I thought this was a great game uh, for the confidence of Tobias Harris, and he was just completely owning this team as well. They had really nobody. Obviously, the Wizards were um, undermanned, by the way. They were downplayed a little bit, especially with Bradley Beal up, but they had some other guys in that usually play, but nobody could defend Joel. Nobody could defend Tobias, uh, and he had a great night, and this is a night I like to see for Tobias when he's playing like this, giving us the 20 a game that I like to see. I'm happy. I'm happy, and uh you know, Tyrese Max, he had 13 points in this 5 for 11. I thought he was kind of sharing the ball well. I thought he was moving all over the place. That little floater, that touch, that is magnificent. Tyrese Maxey, again, trying to find his rhythm. Um, and I thought he played well. You know, he was moving around a lot. He had a decent game, and he fit right into his role. Seth Curry uh, was a bit off, but what I liked about Seth was he was helping with the backcourt duties. He was helping share the ball. He had nine assists in his game, even though he wasn't that effective from the field. He was finding ways, and that's what I'm saying. Find ways to get yourself involved, make your presence felt. That's what you need to do. You need to have guys on your team that are able to do that. And, you know, one thing I've been heavy on lately is just in terms of adjusting, right? You know, even if we're not winning these games, I want to see things change. I want to see improvements made. And I thought Doc had a great night in that area. You know, I saw a lot of off-ball motion. I saw a lot of reversals, cuts. There was a lot of two-man game, a lot more than usual in this game both with Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid, also with a little bit with Tyrese and Tobias, and mostly with Seth Curry and Tobias. And I thought Toby was really able to operate effectively off of that two-man game. And these are the kinds of creative things that we need to keep instilling in the offense. There's a play late where there's a steal by Matisse Thibel. Toby brings it down, scans the floor, no look, hits Curry for an easy three. I mean, those are the things that get this team going. And it was tied after the first half, because our defense really wasn't stepping up. But then, you know, guys like Matisse Thibel make their presence felt. Um, and, and by the way, the refs absolutely hate Matisse for some reason. He, he got into foul trouble, had four early in the third. So he had to come out. But anyway, everybody else stepped up. You know, there were at points in this game where you're thinking, oh, this is another Dinwiddie performance against the Sixers where they're killing us in the pick and roll. But the Sixers stepped up. They started to stuff those screens. I saw a lot of nice defensive rotations later on in this game, and there was a lot of help defense, and Tobias was stepping up, and other guys as well. Um, and this was a really good performance. I thought the Sixers' starting unit really meshed together, and in the third quarter when they go on a 15-0 run, there was just no looking back. And by the time the fourth came, 
Uh, it was just pure domination. That's what it was. And it's good to have a win like this against the Washington Wizards team. Um, I thought the bench provided some spark as well. It was nice to have George Niang back. He ended up shooting two for six from the field, but he did hit a couple threes early on. And what I really liked was his intensity. We put out an interview with him a couple days ago. Be sure to check that out. But, uh, you know, I talked to him about his just his impact, and he talks about, you know, I'm not always the most athletic guy, but I'm always the high-energy guy. You know, Furkan hits a great shot. We'll talk about him in a second. And George Niang's pumping his fist. Uh, who was it? Courier and Bede hits a big shot. They show the bench. Niang's leading these guys off the bench. They're going absolutely psycho. They're nuts on the bench. That's what I like to see. Everybody locked in. And I thought Niang was really helpful in that category. It was good to have him back. Uh, Furkan Korkmaz finally, finally found his stride. Furkan, 14 off the bench, 11 early, 5 for 9 from the field, 2 for 6 from deep. He's hitting like little turnaround fades, like signature moves. He's hitting, you know, little faders out of bounds where he's falling down, hitting a couple big threes. This was a game from Furkan we desperately needed. It's been literally like, what, a month? A month since Furkan did anything productive on this offense and finally, he comes back. Doc talked before the game about how he wanted to stay with him and trust him, and he came out and proved him right. So hopefully this is the start of Furkan getting into a hot stretch again, but really, really needed off the bench uh, for Furkan Korkmaz. Another guy, Tyler Johnson, by the way. Um, obviously, Furkan was the leader of the second unit, but Tyler Johnson being signed to a 10-day, you know, he's always a guy I kind of hated. I hated playing against him, but He's a little scrappy guy. When Joel B was getting into that scuffle with Harold, Tyler Johnson finding his way in there. I like that. And I thought Tyler Johnson was getting other guys involved, and I thought he was a bit scrappy in this game. I liked it. He had a couple open shots, found some guys, nice you know, little outlet passes. I thought Tyler Johnson had a good game. Five points, couple assists in 16 minutes. Um, and if he's a guy that can keep producing, get his feet under him, right, because he's you know, he hasn't played the whole season. If he can kind of get into a rhythm here, who knows? Could the Sixers sign him uh, to an even further contract? Maybe another 10-day, give him more of a chance. But um, I thought Tyler Johnson had a nice impact. I want to see more of him off the bench. Uh, other than that, man, I mean, obviously Drummond was out, Shake was out, but the rest of the guys stepped up. They got it done. And I thought for once the Sixers unit, the Sixers starting unit, all meshed together, and they played a complete game, right? We shot 38% from three. Uh, we shot 86% from the line. Everything we did, we out-hustled this team. We went for, you know, second-chance boards. There were a couple of plays where we kind of had lapses a bit. But overall, the Sixers team on both ends of the floor finally dominated a game. And this is definitely something that you can build on uh, going forward, man. And I thought it was overall a great game. The Sixers got up to a 26-point lead at one point. Um, and there was just no looking back. There was no looking back. This is a game I want to build on going forward. I want to get healthy. Obviously, again, we were playing a depleted roster, but the Sixers have been struggling with these kinds of teams, and it was good to finally see them put one away early. But those are just my thoughts. Great game from the Sixers. Let's build on it. Two more games on this road trip before the end of 2021. Let's see what we can do. I want to hear from you. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comment section. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Like always, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.